Pai, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode is produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Conversation today with me, Kristen Ewald, and I have with me today beautiful Amy J. Young. There she is. So I want to go get her in here with me. And Amy is an event planner, she wrote the Anxiety Diaries. She's just about to be helping me. She's ah. also now. Oh, there she is. Hello, oh, Amy. Hello. How <laughs> exciting. <laughs> it worked. First, Yay. Yeah, your first time live. Yay. Woo. You too. Thank you. Thank I was, you. I was just about to say, you're an event planner, a light worker practitioner. You've written the Anxiety Diaries, and now yes. you recently have become the new found editor of the Light Lightworker Advocate magazine. That yes, is so yeah, exciting. it is. You're um, Absolutely. Uh, such an honor to be um, the new editor for the Lightworker Advocate magazine. So such an exciting new journey. Um, I've written for the magazine in the past when Michelle first brought it out, and now so excited to be the editor can't wait to get into it and get the new edition out very soon so am i i'm so excited i'm so excited it's you as well it's like oh i, I love i love um you know submitting articles as well it's like i get to work with you <laughs> Yay! <laughs> beautiful so you are like like very young as well hey like because um I find it very interesting that you have been doing like a lot of different things already in your life. Oh, and thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So many different ones like event planning, other people like spend like 10, 20 years or something doing all of that. Yeah. You have been like, you know, really active doing lots and lots of different things. Do you feel like, um, I think it's sitting with me because I start I just recently started again, like a new certificate and a new new paragraph of my life. So I'm wondering, you know, what, what moves you through all of these different things? Well, um, I, I guess I'm young. Um, I don't feel that young. <laughs> um, I'm 35, <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, I guess somewhere in the middle there. But um, I guess when you leave school, you have so many ideas of what you want to be when you grow up and um, it doesn't always end up that way. You sort of take your path, you start somewhere and then you kind of fall into the next thing and to the next thing and the thing after that. So, um, I mean, when I left high school, I actually wanted to be a kindy teacher. So um, that didn't quite go down the way I had planned. Um, and I didn't get into the course I wanted to uh, at uni, so I, my backup was to go into business and economics. And um, so I followed that road first and went into accounting. And I worked in an accounting firm for about uh, seven oh. years. 
Yeah, so um, my first real job was really uh, I started as a receptionist and then I got into taxation consulting and um, uh, really luckily got to specialise in sort of research and development in grants. I was in a great firm that really helped me um, and really empowered me to learn and uh, move up, I guess you could say. And there was something um, while I was working with numbers and with people, I kind of loved party planning and event planning. It was sort of something I always wanted to do. And I got into um, a free, it was like a, a free event they had on where you could learn how to put together music events. And I went along to that, absolutely enjoyed it and thought, oh yeah, I love this. I love um, putting all this stuff together and putting a show at the end, you know, and being a part of this really like a big successful event that makes a lot of people happy and also you get to meet a lot of cool people along the way. So while I was doing um, the tax and numbers sort of side of things, I was on the side doing uh, like cocktail parties and um, little events like conferences and meetings and things like that. Um, fast forward a little bit, I moved from um, Adelaide where I first grew up and where I was doing that work and moved to Brisbane and I got into a lot of promotional work. This was sort of in my early 20s, um, got to go to so many different venues and work behind the scenes and in front of the scenes you're sort of on the um, – when you're doing promotions, you're kind of out with the customers and you're promoting particular uh, products and things um, like it, football games, nightclubs, things like that. So I learned um, and even another side of events. Um, and then for the last sort of seven years, I worked in a, a council-owned uh, community venue um, and with a fantastic team, we delivered thousands of events to the community. So my learning of events went skyrocketed through that. Um, got to the point where I was really excited um, and really enjoyed doing events. So I decided that I would do my own and my husband and I, we sort of took on our own event planning business um, slash decorating kind of thing and we themed weddings and parties and all that. So, yeah, it's kind of grown from there. So it's funny along your path um, you change as you go along. Yeah. I guess you grow into positions. Yeah, so... Um, no journey is the same. I don't think any journey is ever what you think it's going to be. So, and then it was really excited. Yeah, exciting. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kristen. Um, That's all right. Too. Yeah. And whilst I was also working in events, I was also writing and developing my writing. Um, and usually, I'd write for myself or for marketing of events and things. And then um, I sort of found I really have a passion for writing, so I hadn't stopped. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I got to today, I guess. And now you are the editor of Lightworker Advocate Magazine. Yay! So <laughs> do you still do the event planning now as well? As like a uh, yeah. business on the side? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do. We get approached okay. for different events and things like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Not as much yeah, though, yeah. Um, being a, a new mum, so <laughs> yes. um, trying to split your time up can be quite tricky. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. How old is he now? We are both like 13 young. months. Yeah. 13 months, yeah. <laughs> just turned one year. Turning your life upside down, but you keep Yay. just, you know, moving forward anyway. So that's awesome. Thank Probably. You. Do you. Do you have, like, um, plans for him as well, you know, when it comes to school, when it comes to daycare and all that sort of thing? Yeah, um, at the moment I'm sort of just going 
with the flow and letting him sort of let me know where he's at. Um, he loves being around other kids. So I've sort of been looking around for different options where he can um, learn to be with other kids and learn to be away from me as I'm starting to step up and do more work, especially in the writing field but um, in the magazine. But, yeah, I'm sort of letting him show me, I think, where he's at and trying to work around that. Yes, that's awesome. I try to do that actually too with Heinrich. He's four now. You know, let him let him guide me and let you know let him decide in a certain way as well. I mean, he, you know, I know people always say, "Oh, don't let kids, you know, be in control too much." But it's like they do know, and you get a feeling of what is good for them and what not, mm. and how mm, much absolutely. knowledge. Because now, yeah, at daycare, learning all these things, and it's like, yeah, I can feel feel you changing a few words sitting there with you if you like it or if you don't like it so much yeah i like that i like Absolutely. that when is the ne next um, magazine going to come out i'm so excited Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're um, working towards um, sort of July. So end of June, early July, hopefully uh, 1st of July will be when it will be available. Okay. Awesome. Looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Do you have like um, an, an open thing? Everyone can submit articles. Is that right? Everyone based on the principles? Yeah. Can you tell us about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we really are trying to keep it open. It is a sort of community magazine and we want to um, get the word of the principles out there as much as possible. So we are um, really hoping that people will put their hands up and write in and if they've got a really positive message to share that they think fits, um, definitely give it a go. Uh, send it in. Um, we do have um, <laughs> just seeing all these amazing love hearts go up and down. It's really sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, definitely we want them, uh, everyone to give a go. If you have never written something before, maybe have a look through the last magazines um, and see what kind of things um, we're looking for or what kind of things work um, and give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. It's Everyone has a message or everyone's got a journey or something that they've been through. And you never know, that really could help someone else. So don't be afraid to uh, write about something that you feel guided to or um, we'd love to read it and you never know what's going to happen. So the magazines are going to keep going on and on and on and hopefully um, it'll give a lot of people a great opportunity to share their stories. Yeah, I think that is really part of the healing as well, isn't it? Because we have mm. um, just... I'm involved in the healing project for um, women coming out of domestic violence relationships and we just put on a magazine together as well that, that we are about to print. And it's been so amazing because I've, I just used to write an article for it and just sent it off and didn't even look for it. It's like, I don't want to read it. But now it's after a couple of months, it's been actually coming back to me and I'm reading all these stories of all these women and it's been so healing. I was like, I can't believe how healing it is just to share it, just to read it, read your own reflections and what you've been through and everything like that and where you are today. Mm -hmm. This is so part of the, you know, of evolving further up. It's like the growth is sealed sort of thing. I feel like if you, mm -hmm. if you, if you um, share it with someone, which is probably one of the principles of unity that mm -hmm. connects us with other people, it's just, it's just incredible. I just love it. I love 
sharing stuff around. <laughs> We should、oh, share so much、me. more from our journeys. Yeah, it's so good. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, absolutely, and I know. Ex- yeah, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I was just going to say that's、um, exactly, exactly spot on what you were saying about the healing journey of writing and just sharing your story.、Um, I can't wait to read about what you're、um, putting together. That's going to be fantastic.、Um, and myself, I've been、um, in a similar journey myself with、um, like anxiety and depression, and I used to write.、Mm-hmm. For the this magazine now,、um, when it first started, about my journey with anxiety and around the principles and how it helped me get through it, and absolutely, it's huge healing. It's、um, when you write something, it's like you're sort of pouring your heart out, I guess, into something,、um, and when you read it back, you just—it's amazing. You can see where it's come from within you, and it's, it's when you share it even more, and when someone says, "Oh, wow, that really helped me," or "I really resonated with that," or "I didn't know you were going through that."、Um, again, it's just—it's really amazing. <laughs> Like、and allowing、mm-hmm. ourselves to go there too, because often it's like, oh, I don't know what to write, or I don't know what to contribute, or you know, it's not that、yeah. important what I'm going through. But once you put the pen into the paper and just start something, it's just amazing what comes out in the end as well. It's like, oh, actually,、mm-hmm. there's when I read my writing, it it just starts sometimes so, so sad or so dark or so whatever. I'm frustrated, but in the end, there's always like something loving, some lesson, some some gratitude as well in the end. Absolutely. What yeah. I, yeah. What I find so amazing is like, oh my god, look at this. You know, you you feel like you've been just through hell, but then in the end, it's like, oh my god, it was actually a really good blessing, to be honest. <laughs> absolutely. So absolutely. Yeah. You wrote as well, like、um, in your, you said,、um, you know, the power of the written word that is very powerful. Like,、mm. what is that the sharing as well that you mean with that? Yeah, absolutely.、Um, and also, I've always believed, yeah, words are extremely powerful. And when you are writing to it, if you're reading someone else's story, you can actually feel sometimes the feelings and the emotions through their words. And I think that's how that emotion is shared. Yeah. So someone might write about something that's extremely raw for them, and you can actually feel.、Um, What they're going through, like it's even though you, you're sort of reading it, actually you feel it from within. It's、um, it's very powerful stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. I'm wondering the anxiety diaries because I feel like、um, we, we're going through our own journey, right? But the sharing, there's also that point of sharing where you go, you know, I'm not ready yet to share. I'm not ready yet to open up about it. So,、mm. so being so vulnerable and actually sharing about your anxiety、mm. and your depression, like. What made you actually share it? Because were you scared? I f- I feel like sometimes when I submit certain articles, like, do I really want everyone to read this? You know, having my name under there and that fear. Like, did you have that as well? And if so, how、uh, did you overcome that? <laughs> oh God, absolutely, yes, <laughs> yes.、Um, so many times、yeah. I have written so many things that have not been shared.、Um, so many times,、yeah. and it. To be honest, it took a while. To step out of that,、um, when I oh gosh, when I was really going through my anxiety about、oh, five, six years ago, or four, five years ago, anyway, it was quite 
crippling. And um, at the time, I didn't really know many people going through it at the same time. And um, I was actually quite scared to share about that. And I was really mm-hmm. nervous that other people would think there was something wrong with me if I told them that's what I was going through. Um, then over the years, I started talking to other people and they're like, yeah, I have that too. And I have that too. And I have that as well. And it really started to make you realize, wow, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. So, you know, and then it gave me sort of a bit more courage to talk to people about it, talk to friends about it, talk to family about it. And, um, when the magazine first started and, um, actually it was Michelle, a light worker who said, suggested, like, why don't you write something? And I remember putting, um, sitting down just at the computer and thinking, oh, I don't know how I'm going to write this and sort of just went for it. And after I watched it, uh, sorry, after I read it back, I realized, oh, wow, um, I learned so much about myself just by reading what I yeah. wrote, you know, because yeah. sometimes when you're writing, you're not even thinking, you're just sort of whew, in a zone, off you go, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then it's That's not so until true. you... So true, right? And then it's not until you read it back later, you're like, did, did I really write that? Like, wow, where did that come from, you know? And um, I remember I was just like, okay, yep, I'm just going to do it, even if I just put a little bit of my name on it or something, you know, like just to start yeah. somewhere. Um, and after I started submitting more articles and more articles and chatting to more people, um, it, you just sort of slowly, I guess, step up, step up. You get a little bit more courageous, yes. a little bit more courageous, more courageous. And now when you're online um, in your own news feeds and things and you've got your family and friends and they're talking about the stuff they're going through, um, you feel like, oh, well, if they're confident to share it, um, I should be you know, confident to share it as well. Um, and the oh, more you do, true. yeah, and the more you do it, I guess it's just it's practice and it's um, – you start to slowly go, well, actually, you know, what was I worried about? I really can put myself out there. I should actually know that, to be honest, because I've experienced that before. But you forget. You, you sometimes forget mm. while you're in that zone of healing and writing. That's Absolutely. how I felt. Like, for example, with the article I just wrote in the um, uh, book that got printed about empaths, um, Journey of an Empath. And I wrote, and then in between I thought, maybe this is just crazy. You know, no one in my family has ever talked about being sensitive or picking things up. And now I'm, I'm coming into spirit and, and whatever, you know, people just whatever, might think I go nuts or crazy or something. <laughs> and then I write it. But it's like, just, you know what, it's been true for me. And I might just share it. I might just give it a go. Let's just mm-hmm. see what happens. You know, like yeah. whatever. If they got all angry, well, then they get all angry. <laughs> so I, I write it down and I read all the stories in this book and I think, oh, my God, there's literally this thread. Although all the stories are really different and individual in their own way and they all have a you know, different message, there is that line that, that connects all empaths in that story as well. Mm. So that's there's just a few attributes that every single story has, and I thought like, oh my god, see, this is this is exactly the part where I thought maybe this is too weird. <laughs> I was like, but look at all these stories. It's like all these women have ex- or men have experienced exactly the same thing. Mm. It's like yes. Mm. So see, I'm not that crazy, you know. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the only one out here. That's in here. right. Like, someone just say, yeah, me too. You know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is so good. Well done, and yeah. Ah, love it! (laughs) Love it! And it's got on the inside. 
love and light. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, my cup of tea is filling me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Thank you. And yeah. thank you for sharing what you went through because, like you said, um, sometimes you think maybe I'm the only one thinking these weird things or I'm the only one and I feel a bit strange. But then um, other people actually come out and say, actually, I'm really glad you said that because um, me yeah. too. <laughs> I think that as well. Um, so, well, fantastic. Thank you for doing that because yeah. you're right. You just... Yeah, I think we help one another out by um, being brave and taking that step and giving yeah, other people exactly. that opportunity. Yeah. Sometimes the realization that you're not alone is like, it comes afterwards. After you've been brave, you've been mm. brave, and then all of a sudden these people come and think, why didn't you tell me this before? You know, you would have made that last that much easier. But yeah, it's like so many people come and say, this is so inspiring. What else do you do? And it's like, I didn't know you were going through this. And that's, a, that's everything. It's not just like domestic violence, it's, but that's also parenting. That's also just like, you know, growing older or relationships or what, just simple things, you know, like, I don't know, like sometimes everyday life where you think, do you sometimes feel like you, you really just want to scream or something? You know, like <laughs> just really simple things that, that just make you feel so much better when you share them and someone else goes yeah i know that feeling mm -hmm. like, yeah oh good i'm not alone <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh so <Yes>. true <laughs> yeah i'm also thinking like what i find also interesting about you is i, I know that because i know you personally a little bit <laughs> um not like your family situation right like you are in a kind of patchwork family as well aren't you like i am too <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Oh, so, like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess you, I, I think you mean like blended family sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, so um, being um, a step parent, which is fantastic to two amazing people. And I've also got a child of my own to my husband. And, um, you know, like any family, every family's got their ups and downs, you know, their things. But um, in the end, you know, it's our family. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, we all go through different things. We go through different learnings. We're meeting different people along our journeys. And, um, you know, you just got to take, I guess, what I've learned is one day at a time, um, be the best you can and provide as much love and support as you can where you can. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and that's the best I try to do. <laughs> Yeah, don't forget yourself along the way. You're standing in the middle of it kind of as well, don't you? Because my parents are divorced mm -hmm. and both my parents have a new relationship. My dad has a new child with someone and, you know, then there's my sister and I have a stepsister and yeah. I'm separated and I have a ch child and it's like, oh, my God, this is like so patchwork. It's so, like, separated in a way that it's not a traditional family, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not what you used to have in your mind as a child, I suppose. You know how you mm. grew up with your ch with your parents, and all of a sudden they split up, yeah. and they split up. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, everyone is just splitting up. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Where where do I was like where do I kind of belong to? And I, I feel like I don't know if you feel like that too, but I come almost to the conclusion that. Everyone feels like family. I know family, family still feels different. Mm. But yeah. I have also people in my life that, oh, we were talking about this actually before, you know, this, that 
what some people call like tribe where you have people yeah. around you that don't judge you but yeah. that are not family but then they become family like sort of throughout yeah. their lives yeah so, um, yeah i'm seeing so many uh, i don't know it breaks my heart kind of thing because i'm such a family person yeah and sometimes families are that point of so much like um uh i don't know contraction or something like so there's sometimes so much stuff sitting there <laughs> you know? one doesn't speak with yes. them and then the other doesn't speak with them because they can't go together and then oh you do yours and i do mine and me 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 she didn't do this and i didn't do that and i was like guys like <laughs> yeah like, your families <laughs> love each other <laughs> uh, yeah um look yeah. every family situation is different like i really I don't think you can, to me, I don't know any normal families. I think everyone has something going on in their own family circle. Um, to me, look, the more people in your family, the more people to love. Like, that's um, where I see it. And I know not every family situation is perfect for everybody. Um, you know, every relationship is a, you've got to work at, like everyone that you work with. But... Um, it's yeah it's um it is a tough one because like you said it's so different for everybody and everyone might you might have a different idea as you're growing up of what your family is going to look like but um i think you end up pulling to you know the people to you that you need to help you to help you grow to help you um learn that sort of thing um uh, yeah <laughs> it's a, it is a tough one yeah, because it's i guess it's not this yeah same for everyone it's yeah yeah, it makes you kind of, I feel like, for me personally, I feel like it makes me my own person. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not attached to family because my family used to be my sanctuary, like the house, my mm -hmm. parents in there. And then they split up. It's like, oh, my God, my sanctuary is falling apart. Like, ah, where am I going yeah. now if I want to feel safe yeah. in the world? You know, like, oh, so you have to then create that within mm -hmm. yourself. And I feel like, well, mm -hmm. you know what, just because you hate me or you have stuff going on doesn't mean I, I can't love you and you, you know? So it's, it's also like, cause it used to be sometimes in our family also like about triangles, you know, for example, like my sister, my mom and I, and everyone would then talk to the other about something and then they would get it wrong. And then you talk to them about something again. And I was like, that's just like, I have a relationship with you and I have a relationship with you. Whatever goes on in there, that's fine. But when I talk to you, I talk to you. When I talk to you, I talk to you. You know, like, let's just keep it simple. <laughs> let's just keep it simple because everything else is just, you know, like so chaotic, I feel like, and dramatic. But if you just keep it that way and keep loving people, I think that is now my medicine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That my medicine, and I do that even with my ex-partner and my child, and everyone should be allowed to love each other, you know. Because I just actually I have a realization of for myself because I always want everyone to love each other. So may I just be now the person that loves everyone, <laughs> you know, as much yeah. as I can. Of course, me first. Yeah. But yeah. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, what else? Is there something you would like to share with us today? I felt like asking you that earlier. Um, what about 
Kristen, what about yourself? So what's your journey been? We've heard all about me. What about yourself? Where have you um, come from exactly? Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> I had to share hours. your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, because when you said about writing an article for the magazine, I was like, oh, my God. Usually my articles, they tend to be quite long these days. So yeah. I have, well, I'm from Germany and I started over there. My, my story starts in Germany <laughs> until I packed my stuff and traveled to get overseas. Um, yeah, I don't know, but what, what would you like to know? I've always wanted to come to Australia for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but I did. Like my soul just said, you want to be in Australia, and I didn't even know why. I still wow. am not 100% sure why I did that and why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> But it was just like a thing. Yeah. How old were you, if you don't mind me asking, when you made that decision and actually followed that? So I was 20 when I started my education. And within that, like, I was 21, 22. And we had a party and we had a few drinks. And I said to my friend, oh, let's just travel overseas for you. Just get out of this. And the next day she calls me and says, oh, yeah, um, I just booked the travel agency. And how about Canada instead of Australia? And I'm like, oh, well, she didn't want to because this snake and this spider, she was like a bit, you know, wary about Australia. I'm like, oh, Canada, mm. fine then, I'll do it. Because I didn't know much about Canada, so I went to Canada. Mm. And I met my son's dad over there, who happens to be Australian. <laughs> wow. And he wanted to come back to Australia because he has traveled, as he told me back then, he traveled, he has traveled for like years, I wanted to go back, and I was just starting, I said, this, I just come to you. Yeah, well, long story short, that became, you know, it was what it was, it obviously didn't work out with us, but I'm still here, and that is sometimes challenging, to be honest, I thought about that as well. Um... It's almost like you have your foot in between two countries. Like you've mm. made your life. You have a son here. Your son's dad is settled here with a family and everything. But, um, and I do totally believe in unity. That we are all connected and that we are all one and we shouldn't have borders. And borders, borders, can I just put a story into my story? I tried to yeah. send my sister sunflower seeds because she loves sunflowers and she's going to get married soon. So I thought I'd send her some seeds. She'd be so happy. It's so cheap. They shredded them because they don't allow sunflower seeds over there in Europe. And I thought, guys, like, where are we at? Like, you just shredded sunflower seeds. I mean, I can probably understand they have all their reasons, but but I'm just like, well, whatever. You can't still stop me from loving my sister and making sure she knows that. (laughs) I'll find another way and send her to something else. But I thought, oh my God, this is quite harsh, actually. But then again, food and dirt and I don't know, it, it doesn't always make sense to me what they're doing, but I'm sure they probably do have their reason why mm. they put up all these restrictions. So yeah, so I'm living here now, but I have my family in Germany and I still feel like I'm still so wise, really connected over there. So I went mm. back in December and the moment the plane, we landed in between like two or three times, but the moment the plane landed in Berlin on German ground, it, I was so... I was just grounded. I was like, yes, wow. oh my God, this is amazing. I obviously belong here. So 
there must be still something within me. I don't know if every, I guess, I guess we just covered that. I'm not the only one, probably, but um, there's still a soul connection that connects me to my culture, to my family, yeah. to Germany. Yeah, so it's really interesting because I was like, yeah, whatever, I don't have anything to lose. I'm just going to go travel. There must be more out there yeah. in the world. And I actually found that. I know now, <laughs> especially after studying LPT, there is more out there in the world. <laughs> and we're creating that. But, um, you know, I don't have anything to lose. And while I'm making my way here, I think, Jesus, you had everything to lose like you had a family you had all the support mm -hmm. you had your language you had people that you just unconsciously interact with without unconsciously really because mm. they are germans too they get that i don't have that here you know the weather the climate the everything i didn't realize how connected you are to your surroundings you know until mm. i leave into a country that is so the opposite of what's going on wow. now and so far away as well i've just been um coming across a map this big and i thought like oh my god we're so far away from home my dad said that to me as well and i said i'm just actually not looking at the map because sometimes i get anxious <laughs> but um no like i'm, I'm getting there as well now <laughs> well Knowing done that we are wow. and i can connect them on the inside yeah, yeah so it's quite incredible. Oh. It really is. Yeah, it's a it's a massive thing, and I don't realize that. You know, it's a different mm. language all day, every day. My son doesn't speak German. Mm. When we yep. go over there, and he starts to say "Danke, mommy," and like whatever, just a few sentences in German, it's like I need to cry. It's like, oh my god! You know, I didn't oh. realize my own child, like, doesn't even speak my mother tongue. And once he, wow. he had like these few sentences, and I was like, oh my god, this is so amazing. <laughs> this is actually really oh. nice for you to speak like full, fluent, you know, sentences in my, in my hometown mother tongue language. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. That I is. Felt... Oh, totally can Sorry. resonate with you, Kristen. Sorry, that that's so true. And you've come from like the other side of the globe basically and yeah. set up here like well done and such a young age too you know that's that is true. and like you said you just had this knowing and you've just followed that whereas um i i, I hear the same like um i moved states and not quite countries but um yeah. moved states in my early 20s as well and you don't know what's on the other end you don't know if you're going to be okay you don't know if you'll find a place to live or money or anything like that but you just followed your instincts and like you said just had this knowing that you needed to go to Australia so and that's awesome that you followed it because sometimes um it can take us years to act on something like that you know so yeah it yeah, can it can take a long time mm. Well done. I, I called my dad back then, yeah. I said, Dad, I want to go to Australia for like half a year. You're going to support me? He's like, yeah, I'm going to pay for your tickets. I'm like, cool. Aww. Yeah, but then he's like, Dad, well, I want to come home now. Well, <laughs> you got yourself into it. Now get yourself out of it. I was like, oh, that's not that kind of fair. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> no. Oh, no, my wow. Really supported. 
supportive. And if I would say something, my mom would be the first person to be here, pack my bags and get me over back home. But yeah. Oh, yeah, here brilliant. we are still. Yeah. Because yeah, I can't, I must, I must also say it's really interesting because <clears throat> so I fly back home to Germany and visit after five years being here, after having a child, after being through separation and like so many things. And then, you know, my family did visit me here, my dad and my mom for a little bit when my kid was born. Yeah. And I flew back and I felt so grounded. And then I came back to Australia and, and I didn't feel the groundedness, but I felt home. It felt just mm. like home, this word home just came to me. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And this is exactly this creative, you know, like what I've created from my heart, not what mm. I wanted, not what society mm. wanted, not what everyone else wanted, not, you know, what, whatever. So I've tried to do what felt right for me and it literally felt like coming home. Like there's so many people even looking forward to see me that I hadn't realized. Like, See, like, I'm thinking I'm here all by myself and my friends are all over there. And they are. I've got massive, beautiful people there that fly back and forth to see me, which is actually really awesome when I think about it. But there are so many people here, too, that love me. And I can remember, actually, when I first broke up, we had... Somehow you pulled a cat on me and you said, there are so many people around you. I can see so much love around you. And I'm just like, where? <laughs> where are they all? I felt so alone, you know? And I was like, no, my life is full of them. Wow. Everywhere. Everywhere. Just got to open your eyes and your heart to see them all. Yeah. And that's hard when yeah. you travel. You know, your parents are interstate and things like that. Yeah. Because you go through so much, like, oh, you love them, but you love your life and you want to follow that. And then you get mm. sad that you leave them. And then you mm. just have to open up that even wider and allow the sadness to yeah. be able to still connect with them and not just sit here and then, I'm so sad they're not here. And then I forget completely to actually enjoy myself because I made that choice. Yeah. So you just have to open up even wider for all these people along the way and even like, oh, yeah. wow. Absolutely. That is, oh, that is exactly it yeah. yeah and you do you miss them um terribly you really do but luckily we also live in an age now where we have this kind of technology you know that you can sort of still be connected on other sides of the world or the state or the country and that sort of thing so incredibly lucky now um <laughs> to be able to do that thing and to yeah. keep in touch with them yeah it's it's amazing and and it's also really nice that, like you said, you can fly home and still have that feeling of connection while you're there and you can enjoy it. And I do the same and absolutely love going back home and seeing my family and friends. And, um, and it's funny, I remember when I was growing up, all I wanted to do was, oh, I'm not ready to grow up and leave and get out and see the world and do this and do that and get away from here, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but now I go back and I'm like, wow, I, was, I really grew up in a great place and I was really lucky where I grew up and, um, you know, and I can go back and I can see it for that now because I've been somewhere else and I've been out of that and I've been out of experience being away from it. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's, the family and friends there that I love and they're the ones that I, you know, that's what home is for me is seeing them and being there with them. Um, but then I've also created a family up here. Um, and this is my home as well here on the Sunshine Coast. And um, I don't want to go from that either because I have, I have a home here too. So um, it, it is hard. Like I, I like you, I 
moved states when I was young and it was a big decision but you know it's um it's one of those leap of faiths that you take and it's like back at the beginning we were talking about your journey and your path and when you're younger and growing up you think your life is going to look a certain way you think you're going to have a certain job you think you're going to do this this and this um but it doesn't always turn out that way um and sometimes it can turn out a hundred times better than you thought, um, you know. And I know not every situation is the same. I know everyone um, has, you know, their own things that you go through and um, my journey hasn't always been, you know, happy and, like, bubbly. There's been times as well where I've, you know, had some things that I've had to work through for myself and there's been some sad times, there's been some really hard times, but there's also been some amazing times. So I wouldn't change that journey for anything yes attitude like some i just talked to someone else about it like it's almost like i'm waiting for a moment that i create where everything is just smooth and easy all the time Mm -hmm. and today i'm standing up i've faced a situation today where like someone else was actually quite in war not dangerous. Well, actually, it was a little bit dangerous. It, it became dangerous with someone. And I didn't go. I, I thought, like, well, what, what am I going to do to actually help the person through? Like, you know, I, I thought this would be, like, an easy job here right now. And it wasn't. It, it became quite, like, that person was, like, um, you know, physically ill sort of thing. And I'm just like, shoot, but there's so many challenges and then I thought well this is actually quite real because that how many times does this happen like our kids hurt themselves people we can get in danger we, we face so many challenges every day just making certain decisions is that right is that wrong people getting angry and upset with us about certain things and whatever but I think that is just also where the beauty is and that realness you know then to make yeah. that choice to try and make it good even if if in the end someone says oh my god that was shit what we just did but you know <laughs> but we tried and we came from such a place of love yeah. that that one day when we look back we just go like oh my god you yeah. know <laughs> yeah remember back then when we tried exactly. this but we tried and we did something you know that just makes it so beautiful oh, and that's and, so know, true like yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kristen, you keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, like, we can't um, expect, um, like, myself, like, I know that in the future there's going to be more challenges. There's going to be things I'm going to have to overcome. There's going to be days where, you know, I'm going to have issues. I'm going to have run-ins. I'm going to have sad days and angry days and things in the future. That's normal. That's being human, you know. I'm going to come up against things. I know that. But, um all I can do is try and treat every situation with as much love as possible um, where I can. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know exactly what's going to happen the next day after that. But, um, you know, we just have to hope, you know, just got to try and um, bring love into every situation where possible. That really matches what you said earlier about the family constellation as well. You're not just trying to be the best person you can and then, yeah, expect the best. But I really liked how you said it can be just even more beautiful than we can ever imagine it. Yeah. Yeah, because life, as you said earlier, that was another thing I want to share. Is um, <clears throat> Then you turned 30 like I did last year. <laughs> and things are just so not the way you ever thought 
whatever your life would turn out to be. Not yeah. at all. And you, you just look around and you go like, well, actually, I can't even complain because I've never imagined myself to turn 30 in the first place. <laughs> so I can't remember when I was 14. I imagined to be like 24 and I wanted to have this certain hair done. I wanted to whatever, you know, do yeah. certain things in my life. Yeah. And here I am at 30. And I was like, well, this, this is actually quite interesting. Like what, you know? It's like kind of thing, what do I want to do now? But also like, I, I can't even complain about anything because I never imagined myself being that age and not in that situation anyways either. So, you know, like, and then, yeah, you keep going from there. And I remembered a lot of my dreams as a child and I thought like, you know what? Well, maybe it's not quite the way I wanted it to be, but that doesn't prevent me actually from living some of these dreams that are still inside of me. And so, um, yeah, you move that along and you do go, go your own way. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 I was just sorry. I just saw a comment pop up, Michelle Lightworkers comment. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's why life never looks perfect. But it's, oh, you can't see them. <laughs> I'll just read you this one because no, it really. I didn't see stood the parts either. But yeah. Oh, okay, what wow. did she say? She said, um, that's why life never looks perfect, but it's perfect for our learning to evolve. And wow, I really love that. That really just stood out. And that's exactly like you were saying, like you think you're going to have this perfect look at a certain age or you're going to have, you know, this perfect lifestyle and all this sort of stuff. But, um, you know, I don't think, yeah, like you said, it's never actually perfect because we're always wanting something different or we're always creating or we're always growing, we're always changing. But that's, you know, that's the beauty of yeah. being a human being, that we get to do that. So it's it's amazing how, like you were saying, from a younger age, you think, you know, what your future is going to be like, but it doesn't always yeah. turn out that way. <laughs> yeah, and I can remember, like, especially after my my own family that I had created broke up and I thought oh my god he's me the first one I can I can remember I was I was actually this is quite personal too but I was actually sitting in therapy and the therapy and I started talking and she said are you the first one I'm like yes then I thought is that already one of those patterns you know the first board being responsible for family that sort of thing and I thought like here mm -hmm. am I the first born person feeling responsible for the family kind of at home having a little sister although she didn't always want me to but you know you do feel like oh it's my little sister you know now she can drive the car but anyways and then i created my mm -hmm. own family and that split up mm -hmm. and i tried to so desperately fix all of that because i thought yeah that family and this and this and and i can remember someone throwing like a positive affirmation in for example like that said something along the lines of oh it's okay to have the kid first and then the man and then the house sort of thing you can still keep going and get there mm -hmm. and i thought that just i thought dude um Honestly, if I was really honest with myself, I, I don't want to go there actually right now. You know, like mm. I'm actually mm. happy to just let it be <laughs> you know? yeah. and not hunt down a house and a car and a man and a dog and a cat yeah. and a baby and another baby and just like, just be okay with what I'm doing here right now, you know? Mm. So yeah. just let it be for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. But that's an evolving thing, I guess, as well. Like, mm. Yeah, to just be honest with yourself. 
you know, what you really want. So many people, oh, don't you miss home? Don't you miss this? I'm like, yeah, I do. Mm. But I don't. You know, there's some positives too to the story mm. of me. Yeah, like, you know, mm. I don't have, you know, much family drama. At the same time, I don't have the support. But it's, it's like, you know, we are here now. It's not that bad. And other people be like, oh, look at all the beaches. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going there because it's freaking hot over here. <laughs> you know? It's like, of course, it's beautiful, but it still is like, <laughs> It could have been, like, it has two sides, you know? Mm. So I think yeah. It's okay to be where we are at, too. And let it look like it's, the way it looks, you know? Yeah. Because it's, um, it's, because when you, I guess, when you judge yourself against um, other people's lives or what people, you know, say you're traditionally you're supposed to do it in this order, when you start judging yourself against that, you know, why like it because there is no yeah why because <laughs> yeah, <why? laughs> um we're you know you can't every person is so different and the way we grow up we're all you know we are different we have different thoughts we have different beliefs so we can't all follow the exact same way of doing things um you know we can't so when you come to that term like you were just saying like just be just be you um, you not you sort of step back from that judgment. You don't don't let those things um, worry you anymore about having to have the perfect relationship or the perfect family or the perfect you know car job whatever. Um, and I mean everyone's definition of a perfect something is totally different anyway. So um, you know no two lives are exactly the same. I think we've lost you, yeah. Kristen. Are you still there? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you, but um, you've the video stop. You can see differently. <laughs> oh, did it? I'm not quite sure what yeah. to do about this. Um, I didn't touch anything. Um, I can see you, but you you're still. There we go. Oh, I can oh. hear you, but you're from now. Your video is from. There you are. I can see you better. I can see you now. Does it work? I can see you now. Okay. You're still frozen. There's <laughs> still the ice cream. Oh, I'm still frozen. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what everyone else thinks. You like uh, like this on my screen? <laughs> That's how you wear mine. <laughs> oh, no, we just <laughs> Exactly what we were just saying before about how nothing yeah. is perfect. Like it doesn't have to be. Yeah. So um, uh, you know, things happen. <laughs> things happen that we can't plan for, yeah. or we don't know. But um, we just move on anyway. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all are there for us to evolve. Okay. Rise above and grow in love. That's what yeah. I <laughs> can you see can you see the comments coming up Kristen or no is there more comments I would love to yeah I think comments. you're oh actually okay I think it's working now 
You were just a little bit fuzzy before. You are still frozen on my end, but am I? Oh no! <laughs> I love lots of love hearts. <laughs> If in doubt, love. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Michelle moved states too. Do you see? This is so funny. This. Oh, now I'm, they're just coming through. They pinch us probably. Um. Perfect. Yep. Oh, thanks, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Yay! <laughs> if in doubt, love. Yeah, exactly. If in doubt, love. And and I can't remember one of my family. Even my family got so upset with me. I thought, ouch, my family now. But you know what? You can hate me. I still love you. I don't care if you hate me. I keep loving you. <laughs> it's just a personal choice. That's okay. that's right. It's good now. Okay, Amy's still frozen, but if it's good for our views, then I, I'll just roll with it. I guess. Because we so have can, to. Yeah. Oh, there I can see the legs. Oh, Yay! Okay. Love it. Love it. <laughs> 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 love it. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> on my my personal affairs, um, conversations live stream on Facebook. Yay! Well done. I, <laughs> yeah, so good. It was so good to have you here too, Amy. It's a bit weird to talk to you while you're not moving. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kristen. <laughs> no, that's right. It's not your fault. But um, I do want to let you out in time because you said you are about to have a meeting today as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah busy woman, of course. Um, <laughs> if if people want to find you for, be it like you know, just personal wise. Or for the Lightworker Advocate magazine, where can they yeah. contact you and find you? Yes, so we'll put the um, links up in the bottom, so that it'll make it probably easier yeah. for people to link straight through. Um, basically, through the Lightworker Foundation website, um, there's so much information there about all the um, the magazines, where it's come from, um, how it's come together, all the past issues, and where all the new issues will start to appear. Um, and there's a heaps more information about the principles and everything on there too. Um, it's also got the contact details. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you, Michelle. Oh, thank you. That um, <laughs> editor. <laughs> yep, that's the editor email oh, there. So anyone who feels the call to want to write or try and submit something, um, yeah, please send that straight through to there, and I will be able to get in contact with you and um, go from there. So. I'll be really, really excited to read what people are sending in and can't wait to see the new editions coming out. Um, uh, Michelle's paved the way fantastically and we've got some amazing ideas going forward and um, it's it's going to be really good. <laughs> so yeah, can't wait so to share with you. So I'm really excited to how that is going to evolve as well. It's like, oh, my God, yes. I'm so excited about this. See what this is going to turn into. Yeah. Awesome. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me, Amy. It was a pleasure to have you here. And thank you. Me. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Kristen. Like, good luck with the Advocate Like Worker magazine and your little family now. Thank oh, you. <laughs> and you too. And I can't wait to see something you might send in, maybe. <laughs> yes, I will write something for sure. I'm just like, just okay. do it. Take, make time for that because I love doing it, so I have to make time to do that. Definitely, I love it. I hope it's not going to be too long. Is there actually a maximum word thing? Maybe that's yeah. interesting to know. Also. Yeah, yeah. So approximately um, maybe 500-ish words. Um, okay. 
and a picture or something like that would be awesome um or a vma if you've got anything like that any video or any video links and things as well um so we've got a lot of interactive um stuff in the magazine so we're sort of calling it a vmag um so because there's a lot yeah, of video okay. interaction and through it as well Yay, so do people send videos actually in how does that work do people send videos in and then you so they can send us the links um, to your videos and we can sort of embed them in there or um, so that when somebody's actually reading the digital magazine, it is digital, you can simply click and watch the video while you're actually still in the magazine. Yeah, it's perfect. It's really good. So if something you read totally resonates with you, yeah, you can um, see more about those people. Oh, okay, awesome. Kelly's just another contributor, obviously. I still need to send you my picture, yes. Amy. That's so awesome. Yes. Yay, so wonderful. Yes. So artwork, is that what's happening in yes. there as well? All the things. All the things. Yes. There's a lot. <laughs> There's going to be so, so much in there. Revolutionary. Yes. Yay. It's amazing. It's not <laughs> like, yeah, not a normal. Because I was just putting the the, um, the other magazine I was talking about um, together. I mean, like, this is so old school, you know, like actual paper and staple together sort of thing, you know. Mm. <laughs> no, uh, no, we have a revolutionary magazine. This is excellent. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Fly high, so excited. Well. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Can't no, wait. Thank you so it. much, Kristen. Thank yeah, you. Thank you as well. Um, lots of love to everyone. Thank you for listening mm -hmm. as well. Thanks for joining us. Um, thank you. See you on the next conversation. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>